Is it started? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Shigeki, a social science podcast for everyone. As always, this is your host, Hanai Mizuno, and I'm so happy to be here. Um, I first of all wanted to start by saying a massive thank you to all of the support you have shown me for the, my very first episode. I'm so ready and excited to dive in to see where this passion project of mine takes us. Um, I also wanted to let you know that if you have any questions or want to know more about a specific topic or a thing that I mentioned in an episode, that my DM on Instagram is always open. I'm also thinking of getting uh, an email address that maybe people can email me and use that as my podcast. But yeah, please feel free to send me a message anytime to let me know your thoughts. Alrighty, now let's talk about my week. <laughs> this week has been pretty chilled for me. Um, my partner and I were just trying to settle into a new rhythm at our new place. Um, we've had some friends over for dinner, had a taco night, which was really nice, and just been enjoying our new chapter in life together. Um, but I guess I did make one pretty big decision this week uh, which kind of ties into the topic of this episode anyways um if you have been on my instagram stories some of you may already know that today's topic is on self-care now there are a couple of reasons why i chose self-care as my topic this week one is being that self-care and self-love have been some of the most requested topics on instagram from my followers and the other is a bit more personal to me um, so if you listened to last week's episode, you may remember that I briefly mentioned that I'm studying a master's in marketing and digital communications online whilst also working full time. Yeah, well, guess what? I gave it a red hot crack for six weeks and this week I have decided to indefinitely postpone my studies in the name of self-care and prioritizing my health and well-being. Yeah, so... I just literally reached breaking point basically with starting this podcast at the same time as well. It was just getting all a bit too much and I kind of had a wake up call. I was like, why are you doing this for? You have no reason to be putting yourself under this much stress when you don't even have a clear end goal out of it. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop this and actually take some time for myself for the first time in a while you know I thought I could do it I gave it a go and turns out that it's just just a bit too much so yeah the timing of it all kind of fell right into place because without the course I've been studying which is social media marketing um, this podcast probably won't even exist today so the reason why that the podcast won't even be here today without my course is because one of the assignments for this course, um, which I'm actually right now unashamedly procrastinating right now, is called Brand Me. And the aim was to basically build my personal brand on social media by implementing strategies that we learnt throughout the course and write a report on it. So when I first started my master's, I thought what a golden opportunity to get this idea of starting a podcast actually off the ground and get it started. And I was like, the universe really did lead me to this point to start this thing. And I think, honestly, the work has been done. Like, there's no reason for me to continue with the master's. I know everything I need to know now with 
you know how to run a successful social media campaign although I don't even know if I'm doing it correctly but like I no longer need to be putting myself under extra stress of study on top of just like everyday life when that's already stressful enough when the one course I studied taught me everything I need to know to start a podcast and you know like running a podcast has been incredibly time consuming like more than I thought so I definitely underestimated how much work it actually takes to put out good stuff that you're proud of I would much rather spend my time working on this podcast and investing time into this because it actually brings me joy than having to stress my head off with due dates and reports and webinars I have to attend and all these criterias I have to pass just to get a piece of paper saying that I've done this course so yeah in the name of self-care and a whole bunch of other reasons I just mentioned I find myself here today I still have to finish this report um, but you know what Please get degrees. That is my approach, honestly. Um, let's actually get into this week's topic of self-care. I think there has been a real trend on social media, particularly on Instagram, where self-care has been a focus of a lot of content we see today. Um, everywhere I go, I see, you know, self-care this, self-care that, which is amazing to see. I personally think, yeah, this is great, but I also have this understanding that the concept of self-care has been marketed towards people who identify as female, which I think is a downfall because people obviously also need self-care. Like when I think of self-care, I guess this is because it has been like ingrained in my brain through content that I see on Instagram but I think of face masks, candlelit bathtubs filled with rose petals and jade face rollers like don't you think those are all inherently feminine activities like wow capitalism really said self-care is just for girls like anyway so like the inherently gendered concept of self-care made me think of a Japanese word joshiryoku which is the direct translation of the Japanese character means girl power which sounds super empowering but the actual meaning of the word and the context of which the word is used is not the typical western connotations or understanding when you hear the word girl power Joshiryoku actually means your power or ability, usually as a girl, to perform inherently feminine and gender stereotypical tasks or acts, such as cooking, having nice nails, having nice hair, constantly having a kind and, and nurturing disposition, carrying tissues in your handbag, decorating your bento box, loving the color pink, um, all these things usually for the purpose or aim to appeal to men yeah so it's such a sexist and reductionist word now I think of it the connotation and understanding of the word joshiryoku in Japanese is like the only purpose or good women have is the fact that we are able to do these feminine things so that boys will like us it honestly baffles me some experiences I've had in Japan um, has been very sexist. Um, I feel like there's a general understanding or culture still that the men are the superior in Japan and it's the view on feminism over there compared to the western societies anyways are quite different still Um, and I think that's why 
words like doshudyoku still is relevant over there. Okay, so for example, if you're using the word doshudyoku in a sentence, you can say, Wow, Yumiko must have such high doshudyoku. Her bento box is always decorated so nicely. She has Hello Kitty stuff and she cares about people. Wow, she'll make a good girlfriend. Like, wh- what? <laughs> Anyways, so that's just... um. Another new word, I guess, that you learnt. Oh yeah, by the way, I think I'll make it a thing every episode where I introduce you guys to a Japanese word that relates to the topic because I find it really fun to explain niche Japanese words and concepts to you guys. Surely you want to learn Japanese words other than kawaii and senpai and konnichiwa. I can I can actually teach you some cool words. <laughs> so, word of the week was joshiryoku. Um, yeah. That's that. Back to self-care. Um, self-care is for everyone. To be able to live a fulfilled life, we need to look at the individual person holistically. Like to care for yourself can be physical things like eating well, moving your body, getting enough sunlight and showering every day. But it also has to be maintaining your mental health, like having meaningful relationships with your friends, your family and yourself. Um, self-care can look very different for everyone though and it was really refreshing for me to see my followers different responses to the question how do you care for yourself when I put it up on my Instagram stories. Some said they care for themselves through pampering like getting a massage or their hair done. Um, Some said they care for themselves through journaling, practicing yoga and another listener said that they take care of themselves by putting less pressure on themselves. And I thought this was so interesting because while some responses to that questions were physical things like yoga and journaling, and another answer to the question was more of a psychological mindset thing where to this person, taking care of themselves meant that it was to be kinder to your own self. And I also asked another question, which was deliberately similar, but I think they're a bit different, um, where I asked my followers, what does self-care look like to you? And this was also very interesting to see the responses to because the word self-care seemed to translate to them as more of a measure they take to preserve themselves in the context of interpersonal relationships. Like a couple of listeners had the exact same answer in saying that setting boundaries is self-care to them. Now, I cannot agree with this more. Um, I think as a society, people, especially women, are conditioned to be selfless, nurturing, giving and kind, therefore setting boundaries like not saying yes to everything, which is something that I'm still working on every day, or cancelling a hangout or deciding to not associate with a particular person or a group of people are taken as acts of selfishness when it's actually you are caring for you and knowing what's best for yourself in every situation. Now, this setting boundaries is a fucking skill. Like, it takes practice to be able to say no to people and things. Most times you have to learn the hard way because people are going to disappoint you sometimes and they don't always have your best interests in mind because guess what? We are all focused on ourselves and our own interests. Which is actually more of a reason why you shouldn't care too much about what others think. Because we're all selfish human beings anyways. (laughs) So, might as well just be selfish and take care of yourself by saying no to people more. (laughs) 
Anyway, so setting boundaries in the name of self-care is exactly what I did this week by saying no to extra study on top of full-time work when I actually already have a degree in psychology under my damn belt. So I'm like, I refuse to succumb to the innately human trait of always wanting more because you would never achieve happiness or contentment living like that. Like if you're always chasing for more, you are never going to be happy. And that is just... A fact. Another common response I got to the question, what is self-care to you, was alone time. Now, this is also something I really resonate with because time spent in solitude is when you truly learn what brings you joy and what brings you contentment. Um, When I lived right near the beach, I used to just get up and go down there by myself to do my favorite things like listen to music, read a book and swim in the ocean, you know, and it's crazy to think because when I was younger, I used to think being alone or spending time alone was something losers did, but I honestly can't get enough of it now and I I'm so mad at myself for ever thinking that. Um, Another reason why I'm quitting study relates to this exact thing because um, of how time poor I've been because of it. I just couldn't spend any time alone doing what I wanted, like going to the gym, going to the beach, going for a walk, because I felt like there was always something more important, something that needed more priority than taking care of myself which is insane Um, I was literally robbing myself of the very things that brought me joy and also another thing when it comes to alone time um, if you're in a relationship alone time becomes even more important because you have to find that time you have for just yourself and you need time to do things just for yourself and nobody else Being in a relationship is amazing, of course, and I love being with my partner today, but the reason why I'm so happy is because I'm able to make myself happy first without anything else, and that two whole people are coming together to be happier together is what matters most, because you can't have two people who are not happy by themselves and expect a successful relationship. Like, I can't stress enough how important it is to have that when you're in a relationship because each individual needs to be happy on their own and not rely on the other person to make them happy. One plus one doesn't equal one. One plus one has to equal two. Two whole makes two. Quick mass, but I have been through a relationship where I lost myself completely to the other person because I did not know what brought me joy because I guess I just so I was so young and I guess consumed with this person and so invested in in them you know to making them happy I I kind of forgot what made me happy and I've I learned that lesson and now I just cannot stress enough how important it is to really get to know yourself and and find out what makes you happy um yeah because it's not the other person's job to make you happy you got to do that for yourself anyways lastly i wanted to share with you guys the results of the poll i put up on my story um when i asked my followers if they prioritize themselves enough and the result really shocked me because 85 percent of you said no and only 15 percent of you said yes and look 
Bear in mind that the sample size was very extremely small because I only have a very small pool of people following me, which means um, this poll probably is not at all an accurate representation of what the population may think about this question. But I digress. Um, you guys, I know this is not a question you are going to answer yes to every day of your life. Like not every day are you going to be able to solely pro prioritize yourself because we have responsibilities and commitments and things that take precedence um, before ourselves. Sometimes life throws you curveballs and you have to work on things that are more important, which may mean that you cannot prioritize yourself enough. But please, I want you all to every day, at least for one thing, try and prioritize your, your health and well-being by prioritizing yourself whether that may be making yourself a beautiful nutritious meal taking yourself outside for a walk or drinking enough water it's the little things you do with intention every day that amounts to big change and I know it's easier said than done but trust me on this it will make such a big difference in your life every day if you do little things that bring you joy. It could be something as little as making yourself a coffee, sitting outside, listening to the birds chirping and be like, okay, I'm ready to tackle this day. <laughs> um, that's just what I do sometimes anyways. Um, yeah, well, I think I've blabbed on for enough time now. If you have any comments or questions or feedback, please shoot me a direct message on Instagram or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Spotify. I, it really helps me get the word out. And keep your eyes peeled on Instagram stories as to what next week's episode is going to be about. But for now, I hope you all have a wonderful day and week. And I'll chat to you again very soon. Bye.